0: Rothfire hasn't been able to cross Adelong as yet. So Clark just sits up here on Rothfire, just trying to give him the easiest possible time. Adelong's punching through, lost and running. A little bit deeper out in third, followed by Jonker. Then came Embracer. Stand out, I am Superman. And now Mars Crusader starting to tack on as they turn for home and in racing in the middle of the track at the moment. It's Adelong in front from Rothfire. Adelong, Rothfire. Stand out up the fence. Then came Lost and running. Further back to Embracer. I am Superman. To the outside now mask crusader's being ridden up but there's nowhere to go on mask crusader he has to duck and weave. i think he's found a gap now Standout went to the front mask crusaders charging through the center mask crusader from last a miraculous get out of jail mask crusader beats Standout. embrace a third then lost and running i am superman further back to jonka rothfire knocked up together with that along
1: this is the sort of horse that gives racing the excitement it needs uh, he's a, a back marker, but he produces that brilliant finish. He gets them. The race caller excited. The people are on their toes. He's often the favourite, so he's popular with punters, and he's one damn good horse. Wade Hawks. Good morning. Good morning, David. I was just thinking as you uh,
0: played that, uh, and I'm not saying this because you're a race caller, but it's so important that the race callers actually get it right too, isn't it? Because the theatre that they uh, that they put into the race just Actually helps give you the goosebumps. There's, there's no doubt about that.
1: He was eight lengths off them at the 800, six lengths off them at the 600 metres. That probably doesn't concern you unduly because we know that he can put in this dynamic finish. But nothing oh. can stop, nothing can stop bad luck. And, and there was, it looked as though it could have been a tricky situation in the straight. Well, It was a tricky situation.
0: Oh. I'd rather be black caviar where you jump <laughs> and lead or you jump a box seat. It Makes it. Uh would black caviar have won? Twenty six out of twenty six if their racing pattern was that way, and the answer is we all know what the answer is. It, it wouldn't be so. You, you'd, you'd much prefer to have a horse that jumps and <clears throat> excuse me, jumps and goes forward because when you're back there, it's always at some stage you, um, if you're the trainer, you're going, oh here we go again, or it's, too, it's not going to work. And if you're the punter, you just you, you, you throw your ticket away two or three times until. Uh, until halfway up the straight so it's not it's not ideal where you want to be and to be totally honest they were the b grade yesterday and we know that and and that's nothing against the opposition but there was no nature strip and horses like that in the race and when you, you you can get away with it against the lesser lights but you won't get away with it when you've got a horse like nature strip that just jumps rolls along leads box seats and and you know, and and he quickens up as quick as we do. Where you just can't beat those uh, those top class horses. So I'd like you to be a little bit more positive when he comes out the gates, and just to give him a bit more of a dig than just sitting on him, because you're always giving away one hell of a start. And I think I might have said it to you on this program not long ago. You can't believe you've literally fallen out of Chautauqua and fallen in, into uh, into this place.
1: Hey, Wayne, I thought the aftermath of the shorts
0: was fascinating. You obviously got beaten five or so lengths in the shorts, and some people weren't quite sure what to make of the run. But I spoke to trainers Everest uh, trainers who had uh, horses in the Everest, like uh, Joe Pride and Rob Heathcote, and, and these sort of guys were saying, "No, no, no, math Crusade is still the one we have to beat in the Everest." Did what did you make of the shorts and 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 all the commentary afterwards? Well, the track was terrible. Simple as that. <laughs> the track was absolutely well. It was simple as that. That, that, that. that was what the biggest problem was. The track was terrible, and he was back there getting mud, you know, thrown back in his face and splattered and everything like that. And that's where he ran. You know, I'm, I've said it once. I've said a hundred times. I mean, he's, what Peter Valandis has done in for Sydney Racing is quite amazing, and certainly made Melbourne and Melbourne and Brisbane uh, have to lift because they do. But one thing that he's not doing is he's not putting the money into the race tracks, and we need to uh, we need to put the money into these tracks because lots of times the Sydney carnivals are run on wet tracks. So we need a we need a Flemington type of track around Ramwick, That's what we need. So long and the short, the shorts that was what what it was, and it ended up a ended up a you know a, a barrier trial uh, so to speak.
1: I want to drill down on something you just said before, and and you intimated. You want to see him a bit closer, if he can be. He probably needs to be to win in Everest. How is he actually jumping out of the barriers?
0: Yeah, it's a sixty-four thousand dollars question, isn't it? So, w Pike rides him. He flies out at Mooney Valley in Sydney. You can't have uh, you can't have jockeys riding the horses in the trials at the moment because of all the COVID restrictions. And when his uh, track rider slash uh, barrier trial jockey rides her when she rides him in the trials he flies out but every jockey that seems to ride him they just don't he just doesn't come out the gates i don't know why except for pike because it's there it's there it's there in black and white he, he did jump better but i think tommy just needs to be a little bit more vigorous for the first uh three or four strides out the gates and you as, you you can't just keep giving these horses these big starts and as i said the B graders you can, it was like at first up at Caulfield, you get away with it because you're not being the great horses but when you're up against the the A, the absolute A graders as I said, they'll, they'll run the same time as what you will off the front, well you just can't beat them so Tommy needs, to, needs to do a bit of work there and get him out the gates a bit cleaner and uh, just have him a little bit closer because gee whiz, I mean he must have been three, four lengths off the Second last horse there at one stage, and that's when I thought it was a trainer, bloody hell, here we go. He's going to get beat again, and uh, and you know we're just lucky enough to uh, to get away with it. But he had to ride for luck because if he goes out and around him, well, he probably he does get beat, doesn't he? You, you close your eyes as you rightly point out, and and you think you are watching, and then you open them, you think you are watching Chautauqua. How far is Mask Crusader off Chautauqua in terms of ability? No, oh, no, there's only there's only one Chautauqua well, uh he was uh, he was certainly something special. I mean, this horse is a very, very good horse. We we've all seen what he's done and where he's been unlucky and you're you're always gonna be unlucky in big races because of the way that he races, but you know, he should have won the T J, he should have won the all aged and if he had done both those jobs he'd be fa- would have been favourite for the Everest and remember what I'm saying, he should have won the T J well who won that? That was Nature Strip, so He's every bit as good as as those horses, but Chautauqua, to be fair and honest, he's another level again. He was, you know, he's one of the absolute, absolute elites. This horse is a seriously good, uh, you know, multiple group one winner, but no, 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 I'd back uh, Chautauqua every day and twice on Sundays as long as he jumped out the gates.
1: We're getting close now, only two weeks away. We've talked sufficiently mm. about, about your horse, Master Crusader we know what we what we see is what we get with nature strip what we see is what we get with eduardo i think the fascinating angle to this race at the moment and i'm interested in your thoughts is classic legend yet to be seen under race conditions and we'll now go into the the everest first up how do you assess classic legend in terms of your horse look he's a very he's a very very good horse There there's 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 no doubt about that and he has a good pat,
0: and He gets up on the pace and he races there. And, you know, he, there's, there's no if buts, and maybes about him. And I remember the day Dirty Work was favourite against him. And after the race, Les Bridge said, Dirty who? And he said, oh, they all don't listen to me. I told you he's the best horse I've ever had. And good on him because, uh, you know, it's it, it, it doesn't get to you. But every now and then it does when, you know, people are not potting you. But, you know, so Closique Legion's a very, very good horse. Um, he raced here he went to quarantine straight away to Werribee, he had two or three weeks there, they really didn't gallop him much because obviously Werribee last year there were lots of issues at Werribee and horses were going to miss, so they were very keen not to gallop him much, he went to Hong Kong and I mean it was you know it was, was never going to be an easy thing to do what he did and he obviously didn't settle in and acclimatise there in Hong Kong so He's back home now. Twelve months ago, he's probably the one to beat. But twelve months later, you don't come back and you don't get better. And he's done a lot of miles and he's been to a lot of places, so that that's not easy in itself. And then running first up will be seriously hard to do. It's I remember someone uh, I think I, I, don't, I don't know what it was. Joe Pride's horse in the new market that ran first up, Terra Vista. And someone said there'd been David Hayes had won, David Hayes won the race I think a couple of years before with the ex Hong Kong horse. And it'd been hundred and thirty two years since another horse had won the new market first up. So first up in these big races uh, they're not impossible but they almost are. So I don't know what their thoughts are for not wanting to run him yesterday or but, you know, I think it's more uh, you know, bad luck and slowness out the gates that's going to uh, that's gonna worry us than the opposition because When he raced at Muni Valley that night, he had that barnstorming finish like he did yesterday and burst in between the horses. He was actually a lot, lot closer. Pikey was actually probably three back the fence by memory and could have been even closer. So it's only because he's slow out the gates that he ends up back where he gets. So if he could jump out so much more cleaner, he'd do it so much easier and he'd just win so many more races.
1: Just before you go down your way, Melbourne Way, Mount Popper in the in the Turnbull. Did he overdo it a bit outside of Incentivise?
0: Uh, he overdid the lot. Yeah, I yeah.
1: Thought so. There's there's
0: no uh, <clears throat> no wee butts and maybe's there. So he uh, yeah he certainly over uh, overdid it and he punctured and I think that just shows the quality of Incentivise that you know we've we've attacked him and annoyed him the whole way and uh, we've fallen a heap and Incentivise still won. If he had an easier running trans incentivised, he would have won much much easier. So, he's the real deal. He's a very very good horse. I didn't know what to take it very elegant yesterday. I wasn't quite sure how how it uh, how it how it ran. To be honest, I was a bit not, not quite not quite sure. But yeah, we it was disappointing what uh, what happened to uh, to popper. But anyway, that's racing and that's how it
1: is. I, I just you know, I agree. I, I thought he overdid it, but. Also, he seemed to drop out a lot earlier than, than I expected. I was just wondering if there was any physical issue with him.
0: Oh, he, did, he did have some blood down his trachea, and that would be in the stewards' report. But
1: um, the
0: biggest problem with that is, to be honest, is it's all right to scope the horses after they race, but if you're not doing it all the time, you don't ever have um, you know a level playing field from knowing because... He wasn't scoped in his previous start, so you wouldn't know whether there's always. And for the people that don't know, most horses will have a little tiny internal bleed, just a bit of strain, and a bit of stress. So was that a normal thing for Mount popper, or was that abnormal? I don't know because you don't, <clears throat> you don't, and you're not, uh, you're not scoping them all the time because he ran, he ran down the track, and the stewards vetted him, and there was some, uh, there was some blood down there. So we just got to decide what we do, whether we, uh, whether we push on or. Whether we uh, pull up stumps and go to the paddock, I don't know whether you could win a Caulfield Cup on uh, on a performance like that. So mm. we've got a bit of thinking to do. He, to be to be honest, he licked a bin last night, which is generally how it doesn't work. Because normally when they have hard runs, they normally go home and don't don't eat up. But he actually did, so that was that was surprisingly good to be uh, to be honest. Master of Wine was solid than the Bard Cummings. He ran fantastic. To be fair to my brother. I'd been a bit, mm-hmm. and Michael had said none nah, nah. up. He just wants a mile and a half. He's desperate for the mile and a half. So, the twenty five hundred at, uh, at Flemington yesterday he ran super. He, he got held up a little bit. He should have run a, a gutsy second, and he ran third. So he's uh, he's really wanting the two miles. And, if you go through and look at what's going to be in the Melbourne cup this year, this is going back to when I was a kid. Mm. These are going to be these sorts of horses. Uh, no disrespect to brew and horses like that, that won Melbourne cups. It's going to be one of these years this year where it won't be, uh, I would think it was not going to be a superstar that's going to win. It's just going to be a good old fashioned two mile staying horse. So he certainly, uh, he certainly uh, got his chance, but obviously he has to qualify and, uh, and get in and, you know, to be fair, we've always raced him against the best horses. And He ran in the Mackay Deaver in the Turnbull last year and was running right behind Very Elegant. So we know he's got the ability, but he it's the first time, I reckon, in 12 months I've really seen him attack the line. And as I just said, Michael said he was screaming for the mile and a half and um, I'm glad he got it right. And I'm glad because we were, we were going to leave him in Sydney for the Metro. And we, did, we changed tact and brought him down here. And uh he pinged off the float, and he's bouncing around this morning, so he's in a good headspace uh master of wine, and looking at that, you think he'd uh, eat up the uh, the two miles so uh, it's four and a half weeks away. We've just got to work out which way we uh, we try and get to the cup but uh, we're quietly uh, quietly excited, and as everyone knows, we don't get too up and about us. we like to let the horses do the talking, but we were pretty happy with his performance yesterday.
1: All good. We'll catch up one day. One day when this is all over, we'll catch up one day.
0: Just tell your just tell your premier just to open the gates, mate. That's
1: all you gotta do. You got pull with her. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> all right, talk to you later. See you, guys.